this you just don't get, huh? Lord, let me know if you got us. Preaching about prophets. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to the goddess. Goddess. Got it. Goddess. Got it. Hello and welcome to the Strong Women Power Half Hour, your podcast and radio show to encourage, educate, and empower you on your path through womanhood. I'm your host and women's empowerment specialist, Kelly Hickey. I'm the director of Strong Women Co., a company designed to help women to be their strongest, happiest, and healthiest selves. We have one-on-one programs, online workshops, and more. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for daily inspiration and motivation. And join our free online tribe to connect with women all over the world. Big shout out to the tribe this month. Uh, A lot of sweetness going on in there. And I got big plans, big plans for 2020. Things that I had for 2020 plans for, but of course, 2020 happened. So we will see. Um, Okay, I'm going to put all those links in the show notes and make sure to subscribe to our podcast to get all of our upcoming shows. Uh, for those, any, anyone just tuning in new, I am Kelly Hickey. I am a Newfoundlander and Canadian coming to you from a city just south of Amsterdam in the Netherlands. Now, this is a very special, special podcast because it's a compilation podcast. This is one of the most complicated pod, uh, shows I've put together because I interviewed all of the five beautiful, amazing souls I had on the show throughout the year. I wanted to touch base uh, and I wanted to, to get their lessons learned for the year so we could kind of learn from each other and help to figure out how to process, digest, and absorb uh, the massive amount of information um, that was <laughs> this last year. Uh, I will say, uh, I'll put another link in the show notes as well for folks who want to do a workbook totally free. Uh, it's $0 on the website. I'll give you the link. You just sign up. And uh, it's a workbook to help you to do what I just said, uh, process, digest, absorb, let go, understand, gain clarity from 2020. I personally am really looking forward to doing that workbook on the full moon, the last full moon of 2020. That's going to be on December 29th. But honestly, this is something that any time you get this now, it will be uh, good for you to do, even if you're listening in January or later. Uh, understanding, looking back at the year of 2020, uh, could be very, very helpful and valuable for making a better 2021. So we had a lot, a lot of lessons learned to integrate um, in there. So uh, I'm going to just uh, uh, tell you a little bit about who we got coming up because I'm just going to introduce them here at the beginning so we can just go with the flow. Uh, I hope you enjoyed my little uh, sound effects in between the calls. Um, and uh, I want to give a big thanks to each of my guests. Uh, they are in order. It's Kathy Moulton of uh, the Kalila community, and she is in Milan, Italy. Uh, and they do all kinds of amazing things of courses for moms, babies, and families, yoga, birth courses. They have space. Uh, and we learn about her new upcoming project in, uh, when she's talking. She is a powerhouse that really helped us out earlier in the year. Then there's Sirogeny. Uh, she's a radio show uh, DJ. She's coming from Conception Bay South, Newfoundland, Canada. She's originally from uh, British uh, Guyana. She is a soul that everyone who just gets to interact with her is a lucky person because she's bringing positivity and love. Uh, I'm so glad she's on the show. And then next is Regina Wright. 
she was the she's my shaman um and she's a women's wisdom circle leader she's a practitioner of of various kinds of um, rituals and uh, uh, holistic uh, faith-based earth-based um, practices um, and she uh, is was the one the, the, our guest who we spoke up to about divine feminine which I know a lot of people really liked so we have her on uh, thank you Regina and uh, we get to a lovely conversation about Yule and the future and uh, yeah every time I talk to Regina I always feel happier and more optimistic for the future and that is a good thing we can all use some of uh, in 2020 uh, and then next we have uh, Amy Fasakura. I'm sorry, why am I so bad? Uh, uh, Amy is an international best-selling author. Big shout out to Amy. She's coming from Dallas, Texas, uh, USA. And Amy, I love the chat, chat we got went in. Amy's gotten much more revolutionary in how she speaks uh, and uh, during this pandemic. So I bet there's going to be people who be able, are able to identify with a lot of the things she's saying. People, especially our sisters in the United States of America. And then I finish off with Justin Da, my partner, uh, husband, uh, and my uh, co-parent feminist dad. Uh, he was on the Feminist Fathers um, uh, podcast. So the way the order is, is the order I recorded them in, not the way that they happen throughout the year. Uh, and that's just the way it is. And it, you'll, if you listen to the one with Justin uh, at the end, I will say, if I speak too quickly, I'm really sorry. It's just him and I have a shorthand. And also my tongue gets lazy because I know he can understand my Newfoundland accent uh, without uh, me having to pronounce every uh, syllable or consonant. Not that I do that all the time. But I, I, I apologize. Uh, it just uh, And we're very giggly because we had, had an emotional couple of days. Um, we were crying at Christmas because nothing was the same. And then you know, everything from grocery to odd ingredients and just missing everybody. And then the next day was just about as hard. So we've had a good cry and, and healing session together. And then um, uh, we kind of got to a place where we were just like glad it was out of us and had the giggles. So then I was like, well, I might as well get this podcast on the go. <laughs> so that uh, that is that. So um, I really hope you enjoy the lessons learned. I loved having these wonderful conversations. I'm so grateful to have these beautiful people in my life. Uh, I think this is one that you can probably, you know, l listen to over a, a couple of different tries if you don't get through the first time because each person is bringing some mad wisdom and, and good energy and uh, just perspective to help you digest everything that's going on. So yes, I'll uh, put the link for the workbook so you can uh, reflect on 2020 uh, or the, and the lessons that, uh, that your bra has brought. And um, I'm going to hand it over to uh, Kathy now shortly. Let's have one nice deep breath in together. Close your eyes if you can. Out with a sigh. <sighs> All right, let's do this. <laughs> I uh I want to thank you, my dear, sweet, beautiful <laughs> friend, uh, Kathy, living in Milan. Uh, who I thank you for the previous podcast you were on. I know a lot of people got some valuable information from that. Uh, when you were you were you were calming us down because you had already been through it all in Milan. 
<laughs> and, and the rest of the world was like, what? Lockdowns? Uh, so thank you so much for coming on our year-end podcast. Well, thanks for having me. So uh, I wanted to ask all of the uh, guests that I had on this year, uh, this has been one epic year for processing and absorbing and digesting and going inward. And, you know, uh, if you're living with your family, really getting to know your family. And if you live by yourself, really getting to know yourself. Uh, so uh, in this year of 2020, in many lessons, gifts and challenges, uh, what have you learned, dear friend? Oh my goodness. I have learned so much. I have not learned to make sourdough bread or cook uh, as many people have, have learned to make. Me either. Me either. <laughs> but I have, I have learned, I, I was thinking about this because um, it is a really important thing to reflect on, on what this, this um, process, this whole lockdown has brought us. I guess for me, I've learned the value of, of taking time to go back and, and learn and invest in, in learning and then identifying exactly what it is that's important to me and what I want to be doing in the future and making sure that I, I focus on those things. So not trying to be everything, not trying to take on everything, not try to fill my day with a million uh, small things, but really just every day get up and be like, what are the three, four things that I need to do today that I want to do today that are going to bring me uh, joy in the future and mm -hmm. bring me to where I want to be work-wise um, or uh, family life-wise or just personally, what, what are those things? And then, um, so that's been sort of like the, the main, um, and it's been really good because through that process, uh, one of the things that I really wanted to do, for example, was focus on uh, improving my um, legal Italian because mm -hmm. I speak Italian, but I don't. I haven't really been focusing on the legal because you uh, are a lawyer. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, and I I took the the um, sort of plunge financially and time wise, and I found a tutor who could help me with that. And she has since become the partner for me in a law studio that we're opening. Um, so. <laughs> you're opening up a law studio that's so cool so, so that for me has been something if I hadn't taken that time to identify for myself what are the things that I really want to be doing 10 years from now mm -hmm. and hadn't taken the time and said okay all of this other extra stuff that I'm doing for other people not for myself that I don't need to be doing I need to cut that out and I need to be focusing on what it is exactly that I um, want to be doing. Uh, if I had none that, I wouldn't have met her and I wouldn't have started on this new journey uh, with her and another a female lawyer on a project that I really believe in. Um, I guess the other, if I have like just a, one more minute um, that I learned is that um, when the chips are down, when things are difficult, when you don't have quote unquote anything to offer people, you really learn who's there in it with you because they're truly your friend or they're truly your partner. Um, for what I do, for example, is I'm a community builder. And one of the things that I offer people is a physical space in which they can do their jobs and their courses. Um, and you learn that when you don't have that physical space to gift to people, who's still gonna be around to help you, to collaborate with you, um, 
it, it changes your perspective a little bit because everybody wants to be your friend when you're able to be giving mm. uh, and when you're unable to give, not because you don't want to, but because maybe, for example, we can't gather anymore. You learn a lot about who is really, who really is there for you. Um, so that's been an important lesson for me that I've learned this year. And that doesn't mean that, you know, I necessarily uh, have any, have had any fights or falling out with people, but it just, it makes things, it makes you realize a little bit, it makes, put things into perspective and it helps you, I think, um, to kind of guide you um, in the future when you take on new endeavors to, to, to sort of put kind of not boundaries, but limits, respectful limits on yourself about, you know, before I would probably give away time that I would probably spend with my children to, to other collaborations mm -hmm. because I thought that it was a real collaboration. Uh, and so now I'm a bit more mindful about the projects that I enter into and who I enter them into with um, because I ask myself, is this person really a collaborator or is it a person who sees me as um, sort of a, a vessel or a vehicle for what they wanna do, but they don't really have anything. It's not a collaboration, it's more of a one-way street, if that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ramble at this point. <laughs> These are fantastic lessons. So what I'm hearing is you've uh, learned how to reprioritize uh, the, the things that are priorities in your life and to, and to trim the fat, right? As they would say. Yeah. Um, and uh, I can totally understand that too. When you're thinking, it's like, what three or four things can I do today? It's like, yes, I look at my list too. And, and just keeping my mental health as a priority because uh, this has been such a struggle. So I'll look at my list and go, okay, what do, what makes me not want to poke out my eyes? Oh, <laughs> you know, it's like, I got to keep this positive, right? Like, it's like, uh, I got seven things to do, four things I can, you know, do with a relative smile on my face. I'm going to do those four things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's also, cause like as a, uh, when you're a small business owner, or when you're managing your own projects, you tend to be sort of, uh, you, you tend to have to do it all. And you tend to maybe take on a bit too much and then you get a little bit overwhelmed. And, you know, the more we do, it doesn't, even if we do get everything done, it doesn't always make us our focus better or make us better at it. It slowly, slowly, slowly needs the way or eats away at our ability to focus for longer periods of time and actually be more productive. The more yeah. we pile on our plate, the actual less productive we end up being in the long run. And um, I wanted to change that. And I wanted to put sort of more of an emphasis on quality. Doesn't mean that I don't have to end up doing things that I don't want to do. Mm -hmm. I just do maybe, I guess, uh, less of them altogether, yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. And if yeah. I focus on four things, I get those four things done in one day. And then the next day, I can focus on another four things instead of trying to do 12 things in one day and never yeah. getting any of those 12 things done and doing those same 12 things little bit by little bit. Yeah. For a whole week. If that, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's my lessons. And, that's, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Thanks for making me uh, <laughs> think about think it. About this. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, uh, I'm going to be putting off, uh, a re reflect workshop and workbook, uh, because uh, this is actually the third year I've done this, but for this year, so last year I was making a big deal of it. Cause it was like, end of a decade, <laughs> let's be reflective of this whole decade and what it's mean. Cause it's hugely powerful to take the time to reflect uh -huh. on the lessons and the challenges and like what you faced and, uh, 
uh, this year has been just filled with so many gifts of knowledge and experience and um, uh, on top of the challenges, uh, of course. But um, that's what I sincerely feel yeah. helps me and, and others uh, that I worked with get ready for a possibility of a new year is like reflecting mm -hmm. on the on the one that just passed. Although I will be uh, admit that uh, January always seems like a really weird time to start a new year. Uh, wouldn't you do that at the spring? Yeah. Like when spring being new, that, that's always my kind of new year. Or even like February 1st with Embolic for uh, Bridget in the Celtic year makes more sense than January. Uh, I, I go with September. Because uh, it's like- Because new school year. Yeah, it's a new school year. You have the summer break, like usually, you know, August, you have a few, and then You're you sort of like, and I, I, as much as I love spring, um, I really love fall. Mm. It's, it's like a really, it's a, it's a time where I get um, motivated and creative. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so like, and then I, I kind of like the natural, like Ju June, July, I'm heading and sort of like, okay, I'm kind of finishing um, mm -hmm. for the year. So yeah, I, yeah, I agree. That could also you. make sense in olden times too, because that's um, harvest time. So yeah. that's actually the time for like a lot of work right is that the that you, you're actually and you're getting fruit of the work that you did in July um, uh, as well so there's like something to say yeah so thank you for those lessons well thank you and sweet sister happy, happy new year I guess <laughs> yes happy holidays happy new year um, and in 2021 um, what's your uh, look into the crystal ball uh, what do you see oh goodness um I see a lot of hope, uh, if that's uh, yeah. not too cheesy. Um, yeah, I see myself being able to sort of uh, close a, what was a really long chapter of my, of my life of owning uh, one sort of business and entering into something that is sort of taking me back to who, who I was. I don't want to say before I had children, but a little bit. Um, just chronologically, am, that's kind of what happened. Yeah. I'm going back to sort of like, you know, kind of who I wanted to be when I grew up uh, mm -hmm. type thing. And I took a detour for many good reasons, but I, I see that kind of, and I and I hopefully uh, see the inside of a plane. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for. Personal goal, personal goal. Okay, and uh, what's the timeline for the uh, Law Studio opening? Well, we're we're putting everything in order now. Um, we we have our, you know, sort of our website set it up, and we've had we've had like lots of meetings about kind of what areas we want to focus on. Um, I finished my family mediation training in February, so I'll be working as a family mediator, um, both physically in Milan as well as online, mm -hmm. uh, with sort of a focus on. Um, couples that have sort of different cultural backgrounds, different linguistic backgrounds. It's sort of my area of, of interest. Mm -hmm. um, and then we'll see. I mean, it's all about, all about clients, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Sooner the better, we're ready. Um, we're really, we're really pumped. It was, um, you know, a lot of us, I think women in particular, we walk around feeling like, um, we have to wait till someone tells us that we're ready to do something before mm. we do it. Mm. And uh, I guess uh, from my perspective, I was a bit more of a motivator. I was like, I'm tired of, of kind of feeling like I have to wait for someone to tell me I'm good enough to do this. I am good enough. Yeah. Um, 
the women that I work with are more than good enough. They're amazing. Um, and so I was like, we need to do this. Like we need to make our own kind of realities happen here. Um, Cause the, the, you know, the, the sad reality is, is that I'm a, um, you know, a mom of three living in a country that's not my own, speaking language that's not my own, even though I speak it well, it's still not my own. And so the prospects of <laughs> finding that amazing job uh, are slim. So I'm going to make it happen for myself. That's, that's my. Fails. My... Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, and if you build it, they will come sister. Uh, that's it. I'm super proud of you. I'm so pumped. And I love your message of I am enough. Woo! Yeah. Yes, You are enough. That is the message for Kathy. So thank you so much for being on the pod and happy new year and happy holidays to you and yours. See you, darling. Oh, it's so good to see you too. I just started uh, recording because I want to get your whole vibe because I love and miss you so much. Oh, me too. And I'm so happy when I see your pictures that you're posting, having so much fun. And the Netherlands look awesome. You make me want to come sometime and visit. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've had such a, such a good time. Um, you know, like uh, there's there's many gifts of this place, um, and yes. it's, 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 there's there's a beauty uh, in various kinds of different ways. Everything from the architecture to the canals everywhere, and yeah. uh, uh, but you know, it's uh, it's also still an adjustment. So we are focusing on the good, and yes. uh, and the good times, and that's what the Dahigis are about. Are uh, <laughs> focusing on good times. And uh, like Violet says at some point every day, let's get this party started. <laughs> so she says like just about every day at some point. She got the right idea. And I'm happy to see how happy Violet is. Yeah. You know, smiling and enjoying it. So she's adjusted well with her friends and everything. Sure. You know, like she still misses her friends home and talks about I'm just about, you know, every second day or so. Um, yeah. And of course, I'm not I'm not posting the pictures where she's refusing to smile because that's not what we do as in, in a culture. <laughs> not all the time. I, I do I for, for, for comical uh, things. Uh, but no, I mean, she's uh, constantly impressing Justin and I. And um, mm -hmm. uh, I'm just really impressed with all of us especially Daisy who's adjusted best of all yeah. uh but no um we've we've it's we've only been here like two months and a week or two months and two weeks I don't know I don't know time is weird now 2020 is weird but uh you know we're, we're in a groove and I was wondering how homesick I was going to be for Christmas because as you know Newfoundland at Christmas is a very specific cultural phenomenon and fun yeah. and all that but uh even if there wasn't any COVID uh right I'm so happy to stay still right now yeah. yeah and you know what so much is not happening here so mm -hmm. like people who are away and can't come home i say to them we're all in this together yeah we're not having a big gathering like we normally would once a year mm -hmm. at this time um we've gone to one small christmas dinner there were only uh five of us and, you know, we all were even sitting apart. We weren't jammed up in, in, and we went to a home. We we not going to restaurants. And there are a couple of restaurants in St. John's that's closing for the entire holidays. Shamrock, 
Mm-hmm. You know, Shamrock no City. way. There's Those always a band playing at Shamrock City. That's their whole not happening because wow. you know, and Canada has banned travel to the UK mm-hmm. and yes, from the yes. UK, New right? Yeah, the, uh, most of the EU as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, there's a, there's a lot going on. And thanks for saying that. And that's the other thing too, is making it a little easier on me is uh, if it was a normal quote unquote Christmas, I think it would be a little bit more sad, but yeah. Um, yeah. you know, like the simple things like the Christmas parade and you know, the know. drinks out at a bar at Tibbs Eve, Tibbs Eve is December 23rd for uh, right. folks. So yeah, no, I guess that's even thinking of all of our listeners of all the different kinds of mourning and grieving um because things are different uh but there's also uh, a positivity that goes with that too where there's less expectations mm-hmm. um, exactly so I- i'm feeling it less stress because this time of year i'm always like the time you know the time to buy this the time to clean the time to organize the furniture to to get the drinks for the party and i'm feeling we're still gonna have a very small party i think we were allowed under 20 in newfoundland yes, but your, we your will numbers have it, been so good in newfoundland right yeah. yeah but we will make it a lot less because i still feel for those of us who are um suffering in one form or another lack yeah. of a better word the getting together will bring us close literally and i mean we don't have to go all out this year but i said to my kids and my husband let's do something because for us too like i'm missing that now especially this time of year so thanks so much sister i love you so much love you too and do stay in touch with all your beautiful posts i do enjoy them and it brings me joy to see how happy you all are and i know you're not gonna have all this happy trust me but um i empathize with that because we've relocated about three times well four in our lives coming from guyana and different parts of canada and i know what it's like to be in a new place trying to make life with the family and being happy so you're gonna have your good and bad days but sister know you're not alone okay and we're all rooting for you continue being happy love seeing your smiling face love you love you (laughs) oh you're awesome sister and uh, happy 2021 to you I'm going to, I'm going to start recording because this is all gold. Uh, We're talking about Yule time. We're talking about solstice. We're talking about all the alignments that are coming up. And uh, yes, that you, that uh, people are ancient um, uh, foremothers and and forefathers would have likely have saved special foods for this day. Like the Yule log, the big log for this day. Sometimes there'd even be the uh, sacrifice of a, of a cow or some things because this would be the big feast day. Like this is a, Mm -hmm very special time and uh I, i'm feeling it big time here in the netherlands because of course you know they just are so entrenched in their traditions even even though it's been modernized uh but uh yes the uh the mm. special the specialness of this it feels extra special to me this year mm. and you're seeing it from a new vantage point right you're seeing it from new eyes so you're getting uh, you're tapping into 
the land that you, you know, it was up on much of Europe that these celebrations were, were held. And uh, so by the time it got across the waters to us, yeah, you know, we kept some of the traditions, but um, we kind of started, you know, just like our language changed, you know, yes. our dialect changed from the old language. The same thing happened with, uh, with all the customs, right? We made yes. it our own. Yeah. And I feel, and I, uh, when I go to England for any of the big turnings of the wheel, uh, it's so much more intense. Right? And in honor of our time together today, Kelly, I'm going to light my solstice flame. Beautiful. And I added the, the red last night. I, I have been doing 10 days of lighting of this flame. So the return of the light for all of us. And I'll keep it here on my, on my winter altar. And I have some of your mead as offering on the altar as well. Oh, nice. and, uh, and I have it in a glass that my mother-in-law gave me, uh, which is precious. It's my first crystal wine glass. That's and very beautiful. It's, it's we, have, we have been talking face-to-face -face since uh, your mother-in-law passed. Um, mm. so, sorry for your loss. Uh, what a year this has been. It's been a year of a lot of letting go, a lot of losses at different levels, in, levels in, including loved ones. So last night was, uh, there's so many traditions when you get looking for them, you realize that they just are part of you and they make so much sense. Like last night in some traditions, including uh, a lot in Scandinavia, that um, it was mother's night. Mm -hmm. So I lit, uh, that's why I have uh, the candle, the wine, the mead on the altar for Hazel uh, to celebrate the ancient ones, all the mothers, and was, we're still doing it today, all the work and sacrifice that mothers have done to keep us alive and, and to hold that space for her children to survive. Mm -hmm. So that energy is very much, you know, the, um, in some cultures, you know, the sun has a more masculine, you know, the return of that light, but it's the return and the honoring of what makes it all possible on earth is the mother. Yep. Right? Yep. Women keep us alive. Mother earth keep us alive. We, we can't, mm -hmm. it's, it's yeah. impossible to survive. Uh, yeah, without. absolutely. Right. No. So that wonderful mother energy, right? That mother earth energy that you know, which is part of this big picture of the, of the divine feminine, this great creative energy. Mm. Right? Yes. We have to, and at a global scale, we've forgotten the importance of that, you know? So that's to me when we say returning, and I've been playing lots of, uh, you know, I listened to a, a solstice gathering with one of my teachers, Starhawk, on Saturday night, and we played a beautiful circle chant at the end, you know, the light is returning. Yes, mm -hmm. the light is returning, but we also have to acknowledge how important we are as women in this new uh, paradigm, this new creation, because we're in, we're in liminal space still, right? So we're still creating from that chaos. You know, we, we know the old structures didn't work, the past is history. And we're in this space now where the old is not 
effective anymore. It's not worked. It hasn't worked for thousands of years, but the new has not yet been created. So yeah. we're not going to wake up tomorrow morning and feel, oh, okay, age of Aquarius is here. Everything is honky-dory. COVID is gone. Trump yeah. is gone. Yeah. Right? Everything. No. Right? We got to use, we got to do our rituals and our ceremonies and talk to one another and hold one another and reach out like you are doing with your podcasts and all the other things that you do so that we can create anew from this, right? From this ashes, that this is going to be composted. And we're, we're not just going to, you know, like a lot of uh, people do, they take what no longer works, their dirty garbage, you know, they're, I'm not sure how you, in the rubbish, they call it in England, garbage here in Canada, and it's trash in the States. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, we are not going to just uh, leave all of that to chance. Mm. Right? We see the big picture, but we know we have to keep doing the work. Right? Yeah. Reading and the uplifting this is the awakening that we're seeing, you know, it's, yeah. it, it's more and more women, but not just that the women yeah. who have already been on the path of awakening and personal development and tapping mm-hmm. into the power. We are, we are going light years ahead. Like yeah, there's, absolutely. there's it's like leapfrog the, mm-hmm. uh, um, even looking at my own self, uh, uh, like three years ago, it seems to me like a, I was a different person. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was, three years ago, I was just getting comfortable. Three and a half years ago, I was just getting really comfortable with using mother goddess, like get, and yep. getting my head around that. And now having embodied that, having connected to that, having to understood and felt uh-huh. and bowed down and surrendered yep. and learned from and all of those things. And knowing that that power is also in me, like, I, like that's just the transformation I see in so many women mm. uh, around me, you know, and even, even just like the thought leaders and teachers that I follow. It's super exciting yep. time. And uh, mm-hmm. the astrology for 2021 uh, in general is um, uh, it's, there's, it's change, right? Like it's, it's uh, and change is scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, if I, if I'll just digress with a tiny story that I always think of when anyone talks about change. So uh, when I used to work at the Carpenters Union and I was like the only woman in uh, Newfoundland doing it. And even when I did went to giant international conferences with hundreds of people, there'd be like one in me, one other woman in me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was always a good bit of fun. And they have an international president. He's got a very big job, uh, as you can imagine, uh, works out of Vegas. And he said one day at one of these conferences uh, I was at in Vegas, and uh, he was like, you know, because he was doing big changes to the union. And in, in, uh, from everything from what I saw, I was, there was a lot of good things. And, uh, uh, but there was a lot of old school things that people didn't like all the changes he was putting in. Uh, um, mm-hmm. And so he said, <laughs> he said, nobody likes change except for a baby and a crappy diaper. Right? And I, I have not had a child at this point. I think it's so funny and cute and, oh, that's so funny. Ha, ha, ha. And then I have a child who does not care if she's in a crappy diaper. And I realize only a man <laughs> has not really had to worry about <laughs> babies and diapers uh, can really sincerely believe <laughs> that it's the babies in crappy diapers that are uh, kicking up a stink. So uh, a multi-level uh, story there. But my point being change is hard. Uh-huh. And um, uh, no one really changes individually and collectively. We don't change until we have to. 
not mm-hmm. not the not the really transformative you know like you know we could do a lot of work and self-development and have epiphanies and uh, you know downloads and all of those things and that those, all those things are going on but for an individual to change drastically um like like and meaningfully uh often we're doing it kicking and screaming because mm-hmm. it's, it's hard it's hard. how do you go into the unknown how you don't have the concepts like we can go back to like Plato and Aristotle of like, we don't have the form to understand what the thing is to change into. Like it's, yeah. it's very daunting. And I, I think I see that also with our environmentalism, you know, the reality mm-hmm. that we have to change things dramatically, but we will only change things when we have to. Mm-hmm. When we yeah, when it's, have to. Yeah. When, it, when we're pushed into it, but in the new, uh, that old paradigm as well, the, I think that change will be easier. Yes. And um, one of the groups that really help us understand the change at a soul level, and these are the ones who create works before, and it's the artists, the musicians, the filmmakers, they usually come out with ideas that are ahead of their times because mm-hmm. they're bringing in. So I always encourage people to look at some of the latest movies, look at, uh, listen to the music. Um, I think Taylor Swift has yes. um, something out. And, yeah. you know, and just some of the wording there and uh, the work that your friend uh, uh, and my friend, uh, Tristan, Tristan yeah. right? Yeah. By, by bringing all of that art together because that is a higher vibration. That is the new, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, yeah. Well, I mean, it would be the artists that would lead us. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and that's when art and literature and all of these new inventions came through before the big renaissance in the 14th, right? Mm. And where we're, we're coming forward with that. And listening to some of the themes of the summits and how these amazing women are sharing. Uh, I listened to one by Emer Stassen on Witches Rise Up. And I just loved her, you know, intro every day, Witches Rise Up and return to your power. Witches rise up, now is the hour. Mm. Witches rise up and we turn to your throne. Witches rise up, it's time to come home. Oh, goosebumps. Yeah. And she had some amazing speakers on there and other ones, right? Not just the same old um, recycled stuff, but some new, really good stuff that kind of think, oh yeah, right? So, you know, if we keep doing like the old cliche, what we're doing, we're going to get the same results. But, you know, really look to uh, different groups as well as our supportive group that we're comfortable with. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. But go outside and say, oh, I haven't heard uh, I haven't heard this before. I haven't heard it put quite this way. So and that will help us fully uh, uh, open up to to receive and be a part because we're right now we're on the t- transition team we're on this transition team for the new earth mm-hmm. and we didn't come to sit back at the edge of the um, classroom or the boardroom we are meant to be front and center at the boardroom table mm-hmm. in this new transition team and by uh, calling on you know, all the resources that we have that we've kind of just put on the back burner over the years. Now it's time to bring them out. And ceremony, like celebrating on this return of the light, you know, dancing under the light of uh, 
of the uh, of the star alignment you know do things that you love creating from the heart not not the old history not the, the old smelly garbage but from this new that's that's creative because we are these creatrixes. It's just a powerful and empowering time for us. And you know, everything is speeding up. We look around us like the new COVID that's, you yeah. know, going um, 75 or 70% more contagious. So it's like everything is speeding up. Yeah, because it has to. Yes, yeah, yeah. I know. It, it can feel like a breakneck speed sometimes, but at the same mm -hmm. time in general, I also feel fine with it. You know, yeah. like I feel like we're more capable. I think that we yeah. we got a lot of tools this year that we haven't even fully processed mm -hmm. um, um, yet. So speaking of this year, uh, the highlight I wanted to gather wisdom from the amazing women I had on the podcast uh, this year. So what uh, lessons do you use specifically? Like I know, I know you're, you're an amazing teacher, an amazing shaman, and I, I love everything you have to say, but I also love getting to know the Regina of just Regina. What is the lessons that you have learned in um, 2020? Well, the highlight for me uh, was being able to spend my staycation going back to my roots, going back to stay in this little lighthouse overlooking the bay that I saw every day and how, how important it was for me to be ground in who I was. And to me, that was more precious than, you know, and I love to travel, right? And I love going to sacred sites, you know? So, so that replaced, you know, my goddess conference in Glastonbury, my trip to, to Greece uh, for uh, a wonderful, um, priestess convocation and so on but that is just go into the stillness go instead of no matter how wonderful anything is when we look at what we already have and it taught me a great appreciation for my island home and this is the first time in decades that I had not been on an airplane so it allowed me to uh, become, I guess, more mindful of the gifts that I have around me and to use, use modern technology to uh, connect to people in different parts of the world and to create sacred space in cyberspace. And, and I felt quite good that I was not leaving uh, these carbon footprints Mm -hmm. because I was at home. Mm -hmm. So I think we're, you know, it's, it allowed me to see how am I going to make different choices in the future? Much as I love, you know, going all over the world, I'm going to be more conscious of uh, the amount of travel that I do and, and how I use the resources that I have. Yeah, yeah. That's a beautiful lessons. And another one was to see, uh, I've been posting because I'm so uber proud of my granddaughter yes. who, um, who finished her um, degree and then had a, had a interviews and she was one out of seven and she just got the email. She was selected for her first nurse job on Saturday. Uh, yeah, Saturday night she got that. So she is such a beautiful, beautiful child. Uh, she's a young woman now, and I saw her in many forms. So anyway, she um, 
stands up right for the marginalized mm. you know she's not content so she's like an example of what's happening she lives in alberta and she stands up for those in drug abuse she stood up for anything that she believes in as is right she's not going to just stand idly by and say no i don't agree with this i'm taking a stand on it and she doesn't care who sees her taking that stand mm. right? yeah so you know that's our future mm -hmm. you know beautiful violet you know our descendants you know so that gives us hope yes Well, uh, uh, thank you so much, uh, Amy, for coming back um, to do this year-end podcast uh, review. Uh, I really wanted to talk to folks who were on the podcast this year, um, just to touch base, connect, and also to ask them what they've learned from uh, this massive year. But before we get into that, just to refresh folks' memory, uh, Amy is uh, a writer uh, and uh, uh, many wonderful uh, creative to-do list master uh, and uh, someone who I've had the pleasure of working with. Um, and uh, I'll put some links to Amy's books in the show notes. So Amy, thanks for being here. Oh, you're welcome. I'm always happy to come on. <laughs> you're so good, you're so good. So Amy, you are in uh, Dallas, Texas right now, right? Yes, I am. How are things in Dallas? Uh, I, I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> I know, I know, it's such a loaded question. I just have to throw it out there. I, I, I don't even know what I mean. Yes, I, I guess like um, in general, if you ignore the giant plague we're having, it's fine. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. Yes. Or like, you know, other, I don't know, I'm in Denton County and our sheriff's like really horrible and he had like, uh, he's like transphobic. It's, it's horrible how horrible he is. And he had like a giant party to celebrate, but he got reelected to sheriff because like, yes, very few people ran against him and there wasn't enough time to like, anyway, it was a mess. And he, he helped spread tons of COVID to everybody. So I'm like, oh, what a good guy. <laughs> yeah, no, it does seem like some people are just in full denial mode, mm -hmm. uh, fully uh, pretending there was never uh, a plague pandemic or that it's over. And like, mm -hmm. there's part of me that even gets that because like, I even have, you know, different kinds of fatigue where I have to specifically remember to wash my hands every time I come in. But before when it was starting, I didn't, I was like, it was automatic, da, 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 you know, like, so there's like a relaxing, but it's really interesting to see how people, some people have just checked out completely. Oh, yeah. and, I, and I get like missing things. Like sometimes like a, a few weeks ago, I was sitting around husband and talking with my husband. I'm like, you know, I miss going out to a restaurant yeah. and I kind of joked around how like maybe maybe in like a year we can have this novel idea where we actually go to a different place to eat outside with like people that are there that we don't know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So. Or, uh, or do it uh, and not take your risk, not risk your life. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Because there are still are. see a movie and it's just like, yes. ah. I know, yeah. I know. So my friend and sister, Amy, yeah what uh you're there right you can hear me yes Excellent. i am still here <laughs> uh what uh what have you learned from this year what lessons are you taking away from 2020 i feel like i have like a newfound 
deeper hatred for capitalism. A deeper hatred for spirit, capitalism. It, 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 it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there, like, I, I knew that capitalism was horrible, but I feel like this year it was emphasized, like, yes, your company really will kill you and not care. I don't know. There was. There was like a like the like a chicken factory that processed chicken, and their supervisor had a poll of how many people would uh, get COVID in their factory, which is just horrible. But then I'm like, that's probably happening lots of other places. No one's just speaking up, or like how like grocery store workers are getting like two dollars extra for like hero pay, and then when it kept on going, they're like, you guys aren't heroes anymore. We're not going to give you that extra two bucks. And, and just the sheer, like, the, the, the very polarizing, like, teachers are this amazing thing. And now it's like, you guys need to, like, take our kids for daycare, which is just another thing, which is, uh, yes, I want to blame capitalism for all of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you for bringing that there. That's a great, uh, great topic and idea to, to bring up. Um, and of course, it's, it's fascinating, too, because you are in this in America. And I will say, uh, you know, there's definitely trends like that in the rest of the world. But the hyper capitalism like that, where people are forced into work um, is more, it seems more prevalent. It, it, it's more acceptable in the culture uh, that America has created around almost treating capitalism as a religion. You know, it's like, yeah. uh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, well, if you think about it, we were like slavery is in our constitution and we were founded by people who were like, oh, I don't want to work. So I'm just going to enslave a whole race of people so I can save money by not paying them. So like that oh, is right. something that has fundamentally a thing that's been there like since the beginning. <laughs> You're exactly right. And, and with, with the enslavement of people, and of course, there's different ways to do it. Um, they're including economic uh, enslavement of mm -hmm. where if you don't have a choice, you know, is it, is it, do you really have a freedom if you don't have a choice to go to work, even if that work can be dangerous? And even if your employer isn't providing a safe environment or proper PPE or any of those things. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have a choice, do you really have freedom? But um, also with that, of course, comes the dehumanization. Right, the dehumanization of another human, um, and I think that's kind of the the tone you're you're hitting as well. Is like, and push comes to shove, you feel like you feel like your life is not as important as money. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, and that's how it goes. And you that's know, really I, messed up. Oh yeah, and if you think about it, like if a CEO doesn't work, they things just continue to go on but right. it's not like you know if everybody in the grocery store strikes then there's no grocery store and I'm like this should be flipped around because <laughs> they have the means of production and you guys just everybody else just happens to own it because probably their parents are wealthy or they have some kind of wealth generation that has been built up um yeah so I don't know I've I've been I've been very anti-capitalism just in general and now i just have a new deeper hatred for it <laughs> this is something i never heard from you in particular like in the how everybody uh two years or so at least uh two and a half years that we've known each other i this hasn't come up as such a strong thing uh until uh the whole 
uh, pandemic thing. And I think I, I'm excited to see this revolutionary side, this activist side, this passionate side uh, in you, because everything you're saying is solid gold. Yes, it means of production, all of those things. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I, I, you're also speaking to a former union organizer, because mm -hmm. <laughs> I used to hate people being taken advantage of. Uh, but uh, oh, can can what is the name of that calendar that I sent you? Uh, that you uh, that has oh, the it's shape? like the proletariat. Proletariat. Pro proletariat. Yes. Calendar. I'll yes. put the link in because that is really good. It has it has affirmations, but it's it's a it's a kind of like anti-capitalist, pro-revolution, pro-equality affirmations. Because yeah, and some of them are just really convenient. Like you know, I if, you know I help others that fall down. And you're like, well, that's just a general nice thing to do. <laughs> Yes, yes. And it's kind of like, I like that too, because it, you know, affirmations using the word I, it's like, I am this, I am strong. It's like, great. And I'm, I'm here for it. But there's also uh, something missed if you don't see yourself as bigger, big, part of a bigger picture. Mm -hmm. uh, and so like something as simple as I help others when they fall down is something you can both feel good about mm -hmm. as an individual yourself, but then also positively contributes to the world. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll put the link to that calendar because um, when I was yeah, I think I think another thing I learned this year was, hello? Hi. Yeah, that you just Hi. put out there. Okay. Sorry. Uh, okay. The other thing you learned was you thought something about people. Oh, yeah. So I thought that, um, so like, I don't know, a part of me thought like everybody thought the way I did like a mm. few years ago, like everybody, like everybody knows universal health care is the thing that everybody should have and should be paid with taxes and then like i thought it would take them a few years to catch up <laughs> right right and it, right, instead right, of, right. So like oh i need it people need to be taught that that other places have all of this nice stuff mm. yeah like, I and they're doing better about how, like, the, yeah like the politics of america people like the the democratic people like the democrats which are seen as very even the really far left people in in the u.s that are elected they would be just like center or center right in other countries which i thought yes. was fascinating and just speaks to how behind the u.s is on so many things on so many times i don't know i feel like u.s education needs to be radically changed <laughs> Yes, yes. Um, and uh, that's the fire in your belly as a teacher as well, the passion, because uh, you do get yeah. to see it in a real, uh, real world as well. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. So happiest Perfect. new year to you. Yes, sister. you too. <laughs> and we will, we will talk soon in the new year. Mm -hmm. Mad love to you. Uh, you got eggs boiling downstairs. I got eggs boiling downstairs, yeah. Okay, uh, so uh, we're doing a recording. Uh, Justin was on the podcast this year, and uh, uh, of course I wanted to speak to everyone who was on the podcast. I made this the hardest podcast I've ever done. <laughs> when all I want to do is rest. But I do this to myself. Uh, I'm a hilarious person. Uh, so You do it for your fans. <laughs>
No, but seriously, you're amazing. We're, People love hearing your podcast. I think it's very wonderful that you take it so real and do such an amazing job. Thanks, thank you, sweetheart. Uh, we're recording in Violet's room from my phone because otherwise this won't get done. Uh, so I really hope the sound is okay. But uh, Justin, uh, partner, uh, just I guess to quickly tell the people listening who've been following with our move and all of that, um, how are you uh, finding things here now? How how what have you seen? Well, I've been crying for two days. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry. Yeah. But um, you know, I feel like every day, every week, every other mo- every month, it gets it gets a little bit better. Um, I feel like our family's doing a great job finding the little joys in our beautiful little city we live in, um, and just make making a go of it. COVID hasn't helped. COVID sucks. COVID hasn't helped, but COVID uh, sucks. yeah, I'm, I'm I'm digging the European life with my family. It's uh, I mean, you got to. I can't hate it. I'm here. No. This is my life. Yes. Like I, I choose. <laughs> I'm choosing to to take this path, but that does not. Does not over supersede how much I miss my home, especially how, in times like this. Man, yeah, I miss my family, our friends. Yeah. I miss good progressive men that I put in my life. My God. Yeah, yeah, we built a cr- good crew around us, and it's it's hard. I think that's not the hardest part of the family. <laughs> it really is. <sighs> so this this being such an epic year, an intense year, what uh, what lessons are have you learned in twenty twenty that you're going to take moving forward? <laughs> Broad sweeping question. Uh, I do believe you knew it was coming, but I don't know if you put any thought into it. Lessons. Number one, listen to the science. (laughs) Science? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, That's really Um, good. I think uh, lessons, I think for me, I guess on a personal level, I think the last conversation we had was about fatherhood and parenting and and life. But I think I'd I'd have to start trusting in myself more. I think Hmm. I've learned that lesson. It's been a very tough year with a lot going on and yeah, I think lessons would be to trust myself. Like that's what you've learned? That's what I've learned. Well, that's what I'm learning. No, this is what I'm asking, what you <laughs> learned, not what you <laughs> like, boy, I live with you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Lessons. Oh man. I think I think a big lesson then would be uh it's a tough one. I guess big open communication in this very hard time. Being open in communication mm. is one of your lessons. Yeah. Listen, cool. man, this has been a tough year of, like, misunderstandings <laughs> and, like, and just life, you know, like, and and with moves. And I think lessons would be to, like, maybe speak up more for myself, too, and, like, and follow that. And I don't know, man, it's it's been a tough year with... Uh, I'm trying to get a crystallized lesson here. Yeah, it's uh, it's not. Uh, um, speak up for yourself came up. Yes, yeah, speak up. But I think you know. I feel that that's hold on. That I think that's very, very real. Of what 2020's been for me, it's been a lot of uncertainty. Yeah, it's been a lot of of not knowing. And but I guess the biggest lesson then is just go with the flow and um, and trust in your past self that uh, that. You're here for a reason and trust in your future self to know that whatever direction now says go, that you can handle it. So still alive. Holy cow. Still on the green side, green of, the side grass, of the grass. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So So uh gonna live to tell about it, apparently. 
Yeah, we're, we're here, going. We're, we're, we're here doing now. It. Here now. So your lessons. I think it's funny because like it's a lot of people went inwards this year because we all kind of had to. Mm. And I love listening to people's lessons and how they. It's like, what is it? And, and it's often. Uh, you know, you got people like Kathy who who thought about it and had her answers ready to go. And you know how direct and awesome that action taker is, Kathy. And she's like, this is my lesson. So she's super clear. But like she's talking awesome. to uh, a few other folks, I found uh, the lessons were kind of meandering because that's just what this year was. Mm. It was just like, it's just you got to figure it out and walk through it. You got to explain it because there's so many layers and so many lessons that it's like really hard to pluck out like one even to tell but that's what I wanted I wanted folks to like be able to kind of hear from each other and uh because this is like this is a year we will we will take on forever as like one a year that we really learned a lot about ourselves Mm. and that we can take a whole hell of a lot and survive a whole hell of a lot Mm. and uh that uh you know you can't kill us you can't you you can't kill us so true so yeah thanks bro yeah man thanks man thanks for having me on it's been a a pleasure to uh to be on the uh, strong woman power half an hour with kelly hickey definitely gonna be an hour this time uh mad love and um uh we'll have you on again sometime merry christmas happy holidays hope this had some kind of decent sound who knows i think i had the microphone the wrong way (laughs) wonderful Happiest New Year's, everyone. We made it through 2020, and we're going to make it through 2021 together, stronger and better for it. Here's to the new year, and here's to all of us having a happy, healthy year with lots of peace and love. Mad love to you. Happy New Year.